Welcome to Why Though. We're your hosts, Tiffany Bloom and Ashley Abercrombie. We land somewhere in between Mother Teresa and Biggie Smalls, and we're just wondering, why though? We all have questions, from our existential crisis curiosities to our, hey girl, why your eyebrows look so good though? And we want to tackle all of those questions with you. Welcome back to Why Though. Tiffany and I are so honored to spend a little bit of time with you today. And we have quite a podcast in store for you because summer is coming. And guys, the FOMO is real. Summer FOMO is real. And so we thought we'd open up with a little encouragement from Betty White. (laughs) As you do. As you do. We love Betty White because we love the Golden Girls, and she's amazing. Not to mention in the proposal, the whole scene in the woods is one of the best thing anyone has ever seen. And if you have not seen that movie, you need to go watch it. It's absolutely hilarious. Is that the Ryan Reynolds Sandra Bullock? Yes, it is. Oh, my gosh. That was a good movie. How good is that movie? And when she's dancing in the woods, um, oh, that's kiss, 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 kiss. It's very good. You'll just, you'll have a great time. (laughs) But I saw this great thing on Twitter where Betty White was basically talking about how in her day, it was a chore, like not very fun to sit down and look through people's vacation photos. And as a kid, I actually remember this, where people would pull out a good old fashioned photo Mm -hmm. album and make you Mm -hmm. sit down and and like look at stuff. And now we live in this world, but that's all we do. We're scrolling through people's vacations. We're scrolling through people's incredible evenings out. We're scrolling through all these different things and getting an inside peek into people's lives. And it can create this serious FOMO, like this big fear of missing out on things that are really awesome. In fact, many things we may not have even thought of unless we had digital media. So Tiffany, is the FOMO real for you? Well, here's the thing though that's interesting about what you just said, how we scroll and swipe and watch everyone else's vacation. We're watching people's vacations of people we don't even know. We just follow them on Instagram. Correct. Right? So it's like Betty was sitting down with her her friend from Bridge Club, and she had to sit through those pictures of her friends going to Cancun. Or Disney World. (laughs) Orlando is not cool. Oh, gosh. Oh, man. Or or Butte or somewhere like that. (laughs) And then now, because we can follow whoever we darn well please, whoever we want, we're just like, oh, oh, they went there? Oh, I want to go there. Oh, they went there. Mm-hmm. And you're like, you don't even know them. You don't even right. know their real names. Yes. You act like they're kids or kids you know on see all the time. And right. it's like, no, you don't know them. Mm-mm. Yeah, and they got paid to post that picture in Orlando. Thank they, you listen, very they much. they probably really did, though. They probably Shoot. really did. In all seriousness, we should figure out how to get into that because that sounds like a <laughs> great way to pay for your vacations. <laughs> I'm a long way off personally, Tiffany, from doing that. I don't think anyone's going to pay me to go on vacation. So those are pipe dreams, folks. The FOMO of getting paid for your Instagram is real. Oh, man. Okay, that's funny. Um, Yeah, it is real, though. I I think it's just too easy. It's too easy to want what other people have. You know, I think when we're in elementary school, we're looking at the other girl because she got real kids and yours are from Payless, right? And then... And then in high school, she had the nicer prom dress or yeah. she had a cool car that her dad fixed up for her and you're, you know, taking the bus. Yeah. And then in your 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, you're comparing houses. Yes. You're comparing um, job income and you're comparing da 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 vacations. Yep. And I think that really comes 
when you think like, oh wait, they can do that, but oh, oh, but we're the same age, or we do these same things, or yeah. we work at the same company, and you're like, oh wait, I thought, I think I deserve this. I think it is this deeper question we ask ourselves that says, wait, don't I deserve this? Hmm. Don't I deserve what they have? Hmm. And the truth is you're living your own journey, but here we are watching them in their you know, $400 swimsuit on the beach at whatever. And you're like, this isn't real life. Like we forget to just stop and be like, this isn't real life. And the reason we felt like it was so important to talk about this, especially this day is because we are staring down June, July, and August. Mm -hmm. It is coming whether we want it to or not. And if we don't have our heart and mind, right. To be able to be like, no, this is going to be beautiful. There's something sacred and holy in this summer for me and my people. And I'm going to claim it. And I'm going to walk in that. Yeah. Then it can be so easy to be, um, just taken by everybody else's life instead of living our own. Mm-hmm. It's so true. And then we start to really not appreciate what we do have. Um, yeah. I was listening to, Uh, on Sunday at our church, we did like this great panel on faith and work. And one of the guys, we asked a question about entitlement and urgency. Why do you think that people feel so entitled to things that they don't have? And why is there this sense of urgency all the time to get things that you don't have? And he talked about um, how the antidote to that is actually gratitude, how being Mm. grateful, constantly practicing gratitude for the things that you do have, and constantly practicing gratitude for what you're able to do and the people who are in your lives is the antidote to entitlement and urgency. So it really made me think of that when you talked about, don't I deserve that? (laughs) Because Mm -hmm. it really is important if you're not thankful for what you have. And then that impacts the little attitudes throughout the day, right? Because then you're frustrated that you're stuck in the house with your kids or you're frustrated that you can't go do certain things with your friends. And then every interaction becomes something that's full of anxiety or stress or depression versus just being like, you know what? I'm grateful. I might have a kiddie pool sitting right here with my feet dipped in it, but you know what? That's great. And it's awesome. And it's fun. (laughs) Yeah. That's beautiful. So the antidote is gratitude. And I think that that is also the key to tackling resentment. Wouldn't you say? I think that resentment just comes up and you're like, Oh, I just didn't want it to be like this. And why has it got to be like this? And then being able to say, I am grateful for this kiddie pool, which you know me. I'm be sitting in that kiddie pool in the back with my folding chair and my feet in it. For real. I'm going to live my best life. Believe it. Come on. Come on. I think, um, I think the hard part is when we expected for things to be different. Maybe you did have something planned or maybe you did think, oh, yes, we can – we can make this happen. We're going to send our kids to summer camp or we are mm-hmm. going to take a weekend and go camping or we are going to, which I don't get why people sleep on the floor. I don't know if it's a white thing or whatever. Girl, this it, whole listen, sleeping on the floor. listen, I'm white and you ain't going to catch me in the woods, okay? Because I don't believe that I should try to live out a horror film. I don't That's believe That's the weirdest thing I've ever it's heard of. It's so weird. Like it's I will so never weird. understand it for my, the rest of my whole life. I don't know. I don't get it. For all of you who are listening that love camping, if you just would like to explain to us Please. in a detailed outline, we would really love to yes, review that. We need we an need, email. You need to sell it to us. Yes. Are you going to give us iced coffee in the afternoons? Okay. <laughs> okay. Where do I take a shower, for example? Oh. I need and to then know. you see people walking around barefoot at the campsite. Mm-mm. I'm like, that's oh my gosh, Veruca yeah. is a real thing. <laughs> <laughs> Shoot. It kind but. of is a white thing, though, just to circle back. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I have just something funny to tell you. And I know um, a few listeners who are probably going to be on this trip with me this summer, but um, we got invited to go camping. And I was like, mm. and Derek has a cousin who lives about 30 minutes away from the campsite. 
who owns an Airbnb. Bam. (laughs) That's where you'll be, isn't it? That's right. That's Mm -hmm. right. It is. I'm like, and so my kids are just devastated that they're not going to be sleeping in a tent next to their friends. And I'm like, do you want a blanket? Do you want to freeze all night? Do you want bites everywhere all over you? No, you don't. You come, right. you come, you come stay in this Airbnb with me and then That's we'll drive right. there every morning. Yes. We'll give you a show on the way there. You won't miss anything. <laughs> Last year, can we just, hold on. I just have one more thing to say about camping. <laughs> we didn't pack enough blankets the first time we ever went camping as a family. It was our first and last, as you can imagine. We, I think we paid for five days, went for two. Ugh. We didn't bring enough um, blankets and Kingston was cold. He was like. Oh my gosh, he was like two. I took a two-year-old camping like a freaking idiot. Why did idiot. you do that? Because I hate myself, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> and you're never going to guess what happened. That was awful. So he needed the blanket that I had. So I was like, Derek, I'm freezing it. It, it was 105 in the day, but then it dropped down to like 40s and 50s with high winds in the nighttime. And so he's like, well, I have towels. And I was like, cover me with towels. Cover me. It's like oh, 2 in the morning. Oh, my gosh. And I'm like near tears because I'm so tired and I'm so ice cold. Yeah. And so he covers me with towels and it still is like not warm enough. So I put on all my clothes that I brought for the camping trip. I just layered tank mm-hmm. tops and shorts yeah. and socks. And you then had I, to survive. Yeah. And then I just went in the car. Yeah, I would too. Yeah. I feel the same way about skiing, by the way. It's like, oh. what? why would I want to go get all that gear on my body, go freeze and fall down while I'm skiing down a mountain. Like what? Fling why does yourself this make any down sense? a mountainside. Yeah. Yes. Why? I mean, I, I mean, really don't understand it. I want I, I, in my mind, I'm like, wouldn't this be cool if we all knew how to ski and we could go on like a ski vacation. And then I'm like, that sounds like the worst use of money that I could possibly think Agreed. of. Like, because I don't know how to global? ski. <laughs> Right. Now I have to stay on the bunny slope while everybody else lives their best life? No, thank you. I'll be making hot cocoa and reading my Kindle inside the house while y'all peoples is out there. Yeah. I'm like, send my kids. Is there a camp I can send them to where they get to learn how to ski? And then I just get to sit in a stationary Mm -hmm. position all day. Uh And somebody brings me hot cocoa. Yeah. Then I'm good. I'm in. That's where it's at. You know what? I guess you guys can tell what kind of vacations (laughs) Tiffany and I like. We like to be in one spot. No snow. (laughs) No snow. We're not one for the extremes, really. Not at all. It's true. Unless it's on a beach and there's a nice cover and somebody's bringing us drinks. I'm sure we could get on board with that. With a stack of books. Yep. Stack of books. That's a dream life. Here's the glimmer of reason that we could pull from all of that is this you got to find something that works for you yeah that's right? right you got to find something that works for you that works for your budget that you can be like this is my life and this is beautiful yep this is my life and this is beautiful now when it comes to social media ashley what are some wisdom tidbits you can mm-hmm. give the good people Okay, well, here's a few practical wisdom tidbits. We've talked about this many times on the Why Though podcast, but I'm a big fan of something called the unfollow button. And I will tell you (gasps) that anytime you need to unfollow someone or something that is making you seriously grapple with with why you make the life choices that you make, or this is just filling you with jealousy. And of course, obviously, there are those deeper moments where it might be a close friend and you really have to to grapple with the issue in your heart so that you can celebrate what your friend has and continue to love your own life. Like there are definitely moments for that. But if you are just following, you know, travel digest and every other day, it's this gorgeous photo that is not inspiring you, but discouraging you time to unfollow. Another great tool on social media is the button that says mute. So maybe someone that you, you know, love from a distance is on this fabulous vacation for seven to 10 days. And you're like, you know what? I'll just mute your stories for right now. Wait, is this a real thing? 
You didn't know you could do that? No. 100%. You can mute people's stories. You can mute people coming through your feed, and then you can put them right back in. It's awesome. What? Yes, sister. Mental health. These are great tools. So for sure. And then I think the other thing um, with social media is just taking a full break, you know, just like making sure one time a week that you just have a break from social where you're not looking at it all day long and you're engaging with the people in front of you and enjoying your life and appreciating your life and appreciating the beautiful people who are in your life. So it's not just this digital craze that's making you feel like crap about your own life. And all the studies, Tiffany, I know you've read a ton of these talk about how anxiety is on the rise and loneliness Mm -hmm. is on the rise and so much of it can be tracked to the digital age. And so I think it's really important for us to just know how it's affecting our brain and know how it's affecting our way of being in the world and to take breaks, unfollow and mute people. Yeah, that's good, Ashley. I think in addition, what's helpful is developing a rhythm. What's going to work for you? What's going to, what's not going to work for you? If you work all day, um, maybe there's a night you're like through the summer, I really want to get together with these people. Yes. We can take a walk. We can have a picnic. We can sit on the back deck and have California pizza kitchens, whatever the case may be, because summer is so different. And one of the things that we are starting, um, in about two weeks here is a summer supper club. So it's not going to run through the year. It's just very, just for these, you know, 12 weeks during the summer, where on Sunday nights, just enjoy the hot weather, sit in the backyard, whether it's hot dogs or whether it's, you know, slow roasted chicken, but just really enjoy. And it's not people we normally um, are in a small group with or anything like that, but it's people we want to get to know better. And we felt like, well, with this dedicated time, would you want to join a summer supper club? And and it's, we're really excited about it. And it just low key, everybody brings something, we're going to assign something, something easy, something doable, something to look forward to. Yeah. I really, really love that. So simple. And I love the idea of everybody contributing as well. That's Mm -hmm. so perfect. And the pressure's not on you every week to to sort of put everything together. I love right. that. Yeah, we're even going to rotate houses so nobody feels the pressure that their house has to be clean. So every perfect. Night for, yeah. I love that. Yeah. I think some other rhythms, and this is the type A Tiffany coming out, listeners, if you haven't figured that out already. But um, even with my kids knowing I, I do work, and I although I work from home, you know, one is at school, one's at preschool, and my husband and I swap days of when we watch the little ones so we can still get a full day's work in. Um, and that changes in the summer where I've got kids home all the days. And so I'm like, okay, so we're going to have a reading time. And then there's time I was like, okay, you got some math books you can work on. We got to really sharpen our math skills, work on that. And then, um, you know, every Wednesday our movie theater does dollar movies during the Perfect. summer for kids. Love it. Just different stuff that we can go do to fill our days and, but still make time for each other, make time to learn, make time to celebrate one another and be with friends. Um, I think that, you know, the days, and again, I'm speaking to the mamas right now, but when the days are long, you don't want to hate summer, you know, Mm -hmm. like I, Derek always, he always giggles and is so sad for me. He's like, when the sun comes out, you get a little bummed. And I'm like, it's because I know the monotonous days will roll on. Mm -hmm. And, um, but having a plan, being able to be excited about that plan. Yeah. And that's, that's when you realize, okay. Ain't got no room in my brain to be wanting to do what other people do. I need to love this life. I need to love this life. We don't want to hold our breath all summer. There's something beautiful. Loving our life. 
Yes, I agree with you. For us, what we're planning on doing a lot this summer is day trips. So since we live in the Northeast, it's just so easy for us. I mean, we can, if you're just driving to Washington, D.C., it takes four hours and you'll go through four states. So it's like, that's actually how much access we have to different things. What? Um, So like on Friday, we're going to plan a little beach trip. Um, We're planning this summer to go um, to Sesame Street. Our kids love Sesame Street. And in um, Philadelphia, they have like a Sesame Street park. And so we're going to go spend the day there. And that's um, just right outside of Philadelphia. So yeah, beach trips and different things like this. And then with the kids, just to break up that monotony, because same thing, I'll have both of them home. Um, we decided like Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, there's going to be certain days. So like Wednesday's going to be water day. So I know we're going to go to the park. We're I gonna, love this. Because all the parks Actually. in Manhattan, it's so fun. You would Girl. love it. All the parks in Manhattan have water. Like it's just how it is here. So they turn on like little water things in every single park. Like and so like Wednesday would be water day. Exactly. Every okay. park has a splash pad. And then um, like on Monday. And it's free? And it's free. Absolutely. <gasps> it's just great. part of the parks. Yeah. And then Mondays we'll do like library with story time. And then Friday we'll probably be like drive somewhere and do something. So I think that will really help us. But just knowing like, hey, what can you do on a budget? We can yep. totally pack sandwiches and go for a drive and, and hang out at the beach. Or we could, you know, hang out in Philly for the day and walk around. Or we can go grab a cup of coffee up north somewhere. Like just simple, mm. easy things that we're able to do um, just within a very short drive. Oh, I love that. I'm really inspired by the day trip idea. Yes. Thank you for sharing it's that. It's too easy. That's, it's too easy. And like you said, pack some mm-hmm. sandwiches, hit the road. Yes. Um, oh, man, that's so good. Thank you for sharing that. I'm gonna, I just wrote mm-hmm. that down. I was just thinking, I'm like, okay, what can we do within a five-mile radius? But I'm like, no, no. Take one day where it's like field trip day almost. Yes, out exactly. and about. Yes. Um, and I would encourage you, again, if you do have kids, look for – you know, Facebook groups or boards that post all the fun stuff for kids in the summer. Yes. There's often a lot of free stuff available. We have free movies in the park here and I know a lot of cities do that. So yeah, lots of fun stuff. I love the free movie idea. That's so great. Not fun. Yeah. Yeah. And it's on an LED screen. So you don't have to wait till the sun goes down and it's on a baseball diamond so they can go sit on on the baseball oh, field. It's so fun. Yeah, yeah. They, they do something here in Manhattan that I've seen them do in other cities as well, but they have um, movies in the park. So then they'll just set up and do like old movies um, mm. in the park. So that's so fun. And then anybody can come and they usually set up vendors and different things like that. So you're right. In most cities, they have something going on. Or if you're in a smaller town, you could drive probably to a place that has has some cool stuff happening. Yeah. And if you're single, all of these things still apply. Go do mm-hmm. these day trips with your friends. Correct. Go do these go do these coffee dates with your friends. Find your people. Um let, let this be a beautiful summer. Mm-hmm. I think um lastly, one of the things that I do around this time every year, I create a list of not what I want to do, but who I want to become and what I want to learn that. for the summer because it is a different pace. And so I really think about like, okay, I want to learn more about prayer and read from authors who probably are outside of my normal range of authors that I would read in to learn about their view and what I can learn from them about prayer or the Holy Spirit Hmm. or even a specific issue. I think last year I really... um, Just the the injustice happening in our our criminal systems is what I really focused on last year. And it was so worth my time and I want to be an educated citizen as I vote over these things and I care for these people. These are our brothers and sisters. So even an issue um, that you want to learn more about that's going on in our world this summer is a great, great, great time to just 
maybe put the normal stack of books aside, or maybe if you're not a reader, um, this is the time to, to get that summer reading list going on thinking of like, what do I want to know this summer? What do I want to learn? And that is so satiating yes, when you're really filling is. your mind, when you're learning about something, it can really, it can really be a great use of time. I really love that. I feel like I do that around, you know, the end of the year leading into the new year. So for me, summer is similar, but in a different way. So I love to find more lighthearted things like summer mm. is the time where I tend to read novels that have a bit of humor in them or um, pick up. I love British humor. So I love reading like novels written by British writers because they, they're just very hilarious. And I don't know why <laughs> Daft Cow is just like the funniest little statement ever so there's all these really funny things that I think the Brits say that I would never hear in America so I can't believe you just said that it's the truth every summer I just love it no the daft cow part yes it's insulting you're so funny I okay know, carry it's on great it's so good in a book it just feels like yes that's the right thing to say oh uh, I've been called daft gull a lot oh you oh daft gull you daft gull I'm like I'm I not really a gull like I'm not a seabird right <laughs> Well, I enjoy that. And then I also love reading more magazines in the summertime. So I have this great app called Texture, um, and it is a phenomenal app. And that way I can just like on our iPad, just flip through a bunch of different magazines, which I don't give myself the luxury or the opportunity to do as much during the year. So for me, I like finding a little bit more lighthearted things to, to look through and to laugh about during the summertime. I'm glad you said about the novels. I realize I only read novels in the summer or late spring. I do. I'm not one for novels otherwise. I know. It feels good in the summertime for some reason. Doesn't it? Yeah. get lost in a story. Yes. It's Mm. the best. And also, uh, listeners, I think, you know, Ashley's mentioned in the past some really, really great books. Safe People, I believe it's called by Henry Cloud. Is that right, Ashley? This is also a time to, when you're going to be learning, like what, what's broken and could really use some oil. (laughs) Yeah. So before it continues to creak and, and just break you down, just oil all the parts that need to be oiled and fixed in your life. And that's a, that's a great one. And there's another one you often talk about. Is it changes that changes that heal my fave. So being able to really dive into some relational stuff that can find healing in and it's beautiful. So what and who are you going to learn about and who are you going to become? It's a great time to figure out the summer. And like she said, go ahead and unfollow. Unfollow. Mm-hmm. Do what you need to do. Seriously. Do what you need to do. Yep. Do what you need to mental do. health. Hang on to your mental health. Yeah. Any last thoughts, Ashley? No. No last thoughts for me. How about you? I'm good. Well, listeners, we will see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye. Hey, listeners. Remember to subscribe and comment. It helps others to find the show. To learn more about Tiffany's writing, speaking, or books, visit TiffanyBloom.com. To learn more about Ashley's writing, speaking, or books, visit ashabercrombie.org. See you next week.